This is episode 12 of the Respawn podcast. And I'm about to welcome the coolest dude you'll ever see in your entire life. And that is me. What's up, y'all? It's Lord Lou. Welcome, up in the welcome Lord Lou. Welcome, Lord Lou. Welcome. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah, man. Captain Bash, sir. Bash, what is happening, fella? We You're are back. A bit, uh, a bit blue there tonight, mate. What's yeah. going on? I realized, you know, I like my blue lights in the background here, but then also a blue t-shirt because Superman's my man, you know? So, uh, mm. yeah, it is what it is. But luckily, I got my trusty gaming chair here breaking uh, the contrast a bit. But Lord Chang. Lou, we are back, brother. We are we back. We are back, Sir Captain. With, Sir uh, Captain Bash. <laughs> Sir Captain. Oh, you're Sir Captain. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I'll take that action. Sir Captain Bash. <laughs> I like that. But it's uh, episode 12. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. We, uh, we always appreciate your time. We always appreciate your, your viewership, your following. So please, if you haven't as yet, subscribe to the channel. Uh, like this video and uh, i think you're in for a good ride tonight uh episode 12 new double digits double digits it's brother third double, double digits. digits oh yeah. yeah i actually did the moonwalk on the last episode if uh if anybody Shame. missed that it was it was quite killer yeah. lou was quite impressed he yes was... but it took me by surprise bro <laughs> i was not expecting i was like i'm gonna give him something difficult to do and the man like completely killed it <laughs> I don't no, know why I'm surprised because that is like your MO, but hey, I was surprised. <laughs> but uh, the moonwalk is very difficult to do. It's like, and, and like, if you see people who are really good at it, if you like yeah. see them do it in front of you, you're just like. Looks like, like they're breaking laws of nature, right? Yeah, it's like, terrible. It should not be possible. I actually uh, came across a video, I think it was early this year or something. It was on YouTube and um, it was a clip of the first time Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. The very, very that. first time. I've oh my gosh, dude. The crowd goes crazy. Dude, I'm telling look, I, I've seen a lot of people do the moonwalk, right? But listen, yeah. when when that guy does it, no ways. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, listen, he, he, he was the king of pop for a reason, bro. That, that is what it is. Yeah, That's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But uh, listen, we are here. It's another week. December is steamrolling ahead, brother. Steamrolling. Like, it's taking no prisoners, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll Basically. be honest with you. So, so we play we played paddle last night, right? Those of you haven't yeah. tried, those of you haven't played paddle yet, please do yourself a favor. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Uh, very very casual, very fun. Work up a decent sweat, you know, sort of thing. But it's terribly expensive. So yeah, I was about to say you need the budget and you need the time slots. Apparently, yeah, it's crazy, boys. I mean, like I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, visitor fees at my tennis club, right? Yeah, you, you pay thirty bucks, okay, and then you play as much as you want. This thing, yeah, for tennis, right? This battle thing here for four people for an hour and a half is like over 600 rand. Sheesh. And then you still, you still got to go like rent the pedals on top of that. And you yeah. got to get balls as well, you know? So I'm like, geez, they got to make a plan to make it more affordable. So, so is that because of the demand or the lack of paddle courts? No, or I think it, it's a sport. So, so the thing is, it's, a, it, it's the fastest growing sport in the world right now. Right, but obviously oh, wow. it needs a lot of capital investments if you're going to open up paddle courts. I think each court yeah. is probably like 800k or something, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, crazy. so so they're kind of taking advantage now just to kind of like recoup that capital. But I do suspect that in the short term, um, yeah. they're going to kind of work out a membership scheme or something. You know, the different clubs. I think Makes they're gonna sense. they're gonna figure something like that out, and it's gonna be worthwhile. You know, but yeah. 
like I said, lots of fun. Um, you know, it's not as intense as tennis, which I think a lot of people appreciate because tennis has kind of like a very like high technical level where pedal, yeah. you can have a bit more fun, you know, but the point I was making anyway, so the only, sl- we wanted a 90 minute slot, right? So we yeah. got, the only slot we got was at half past eight, right? Last night. So that means we finish at 10. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we finish at 10. Then we, you know, the normal story, we're going to go to a petrol station that has a coffee shop. So thankfully there was one close to Kirk uh, with a Seattle. Ooh, score. Yeah. So it was back to the good old days of, you know, 10 o'clock at night meals at the the petrol station with coffee. It was great. Right. Here's a flop. I only got home after half past 12. That is a flop, bro. How long are you eating for? Yeah. How many pies did you have, bro? But listen, dude. The thing is, you get the you get the the sandwich or the burger or the pie, whatever. You have the coffee, and then you know those stories just come out in the parking lot, and it's great. <laughs> you know those moments are are legendary. You know. Yeah. So anyway, I get home right now. I've just had the coffee, dude. So this project I'm working on, uh, uh the software project I'm working on, I got, I got like stuck during the day. I'm like, okay, I got to think about this. You know those moments where you reach the block and you're like, okay, I need time for my brain to process the way forward. Yeah. Dude, I get home. Take a shower, cool, get in my room. I'm about to get into bed and I'm just like, solution. Dude, I kid you not, <laughs> that caffeine was in the blood. I woke up, uh-huh. I switched on my laptop and I just started coding away. And oh, uh, I went to bed at half past three. Nice, but did, did you get the, the, the problem fixed? Did you I, get did. The I did get the problem fixed. So that's good news at least. Uh, but obviously now we've got new problems. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, that seems to be the coding world, mate. You fix one problem to create 10 more. Yeah, that's just how but it is. It's fine, man. because at least we fix the one, right? That's it. So we'll just we'll, ten forwards. We'll, we'll fix them one at a time. But uh, yeah, this week is flying. But even this month, I mean, I'm already looking at it. I, I thought December, okay, we've got time to do stuff. I'm already looking at it. The time's gone. I'm like, where, where did yeah. all my time go? It was just, it's all of a sudden just committed. I'm like, dude. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah, I've also been thinking about that because the last few episodes we've been saying, hey, bro, what's up? What you going to do for December? Yeah, I've got these plans. I'm going to focus on this. And like at the time of recording, it's now the sixth already. And I'm just like, um, so we had 10 plans. Which two are we picking? Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly only time for the two. That, like, that's literally what it is. heartbreaking news that you're going to be gone next week. Like, what, what's up with that, man? You, hey. You're coming a tourist now? Listen, huh? you can just call me Mr. International, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Mr. Worldwide, you know, sort of thing. I, I need the, I need those pitbull glasses, you know, those, yeah. those massive ones he does. I'll, I'll keep the hair because he normally shaves his head. I was about but... to say you need to get rid of the hair. As no, well. no, 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 no. I ain't going to do that. No, no, no. To be Mr. Worldwide, you need a head that looks like a globe. What if the earth is flat? It still needs to look like smooth then, bro. <laughs> Needs to look like the firmament, the firmament, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that that's uh, that's gonna be like a uh, bit of work next week that I'm gonna be out. So um, Lou, you on your own for respawn next week? Can you handle it? Are you good? Ching solo episode, boys. You'll arrive and never leave the same disclaimer. Yeah, that's it, guys. Forty five minutes of Lou himself, unfiltered, unadulterated, undiluted. Yes, yes. Just I'll roll. even give them options, bro. Do you want to see me? Um, like maybe reacting to some videos. Do you just want to hear me talk what's going on in my brain? Do you just want to see me like maybe sleep? You know, have you seen those Twitch streamers? They no, literally a 12-hour stream and they sleep, bro. <laughs> just like, and there's like 50K people watching and commenting. I'm like, I don't know if this is creepy or if it's just speaking to how like silly people have become that this entertains them. Yeah, like, dude. Granted, it is always girls in bikinis sleeping, which like I don't think it's real. 
because I'm like, who sleeps in a bikini? But hey, so I don't know what's up with that, man. But it's an option. We we give it to the audience to let them decide. Are we literally gonna upload a an episode where it's just you sleeping, bro? I see your beds behind yeah, you, bro. so we're just gonna do that. That that's it. all I need to do is just move this chair, and boom, we got the full on view. You know what? We'll even keep audio on. So if I sleep talk, you know what? We can have translators live. Let us know what I've been saying, what plans I've been cooking up while I sleep, what I'm dreaming. It's gonna be rad, man. I'd honestly recommend you join, but you're not gonna be anywhere close by. So you know what? Otherwise, we're just gonna have two like split screens of us sleeping, dude. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in another country, but that's okay. It's it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, yeah. So so uh, um, when when we're talking about this uh, this episode that you're gonna do by yourself, right? Um, yeah. You mentioned sleep talking. Okay. Yeah. Do you sleep talk? I've been known to. Really? I've been known to sleep shout. What? Sleep you shout. Yeah, you ever sleep shouted? No, dude, I don't even talk in my sleep. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sounds like that, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's real words that I'm saying. I pray to God it's not because if I'm shouting it in the whole house, you can hear. Then, then, the other night, right, I thought I was sleepwalking. Wait, wait what do you mean you I, thought you were sleepwalking? I don't understand. No, because I wasn't. That's the thing. But then you know when you wake up in the morning and you're like, Sheesh, did that happen or not? You ever had those one of those experiences? Because I'm busy lying down horizontal, right? Like a normal person does when they sleep. And I'm hearing vibrations, dude. That's your phone. Yeah, so I sit up, right? I'm like, what is this? And I go on a witch hunt, bro. That's now when I woke up in the morning, I thought I sleepwalked, but I was completely conscious. It wasn't a sleepwalk. I check my phone. It's not the phone. I check my watch. It's not the watch. So I'm going to different corners of the room because wherever I go, it sounds different. It goes from like, like, like different sounds, right? Oh, no. Then I, then I go out my room. Dude, it's people snoring in my house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but because when I'm lying down, for some reason, the sound wave is different. So I just hear a vibration <laughs> instead of the actual noise. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is crazy. <laughs> what the heck? So eventually when I realized it was the snoring, and the only thing that told me it was the snoring is the, the length of the sound, not the sound itself. How interesting is that, man? Very, very interesting. Right? Then eventually then I woke up the next morning, I'm like, oh yeah, I was gallivanting last night. And I'm like, was that a sleepwalk or was it real? Because I do sleepwalk. Once I had a bath when I was sleepwalking. So I've done some crazy things, What man. the heck? Were you dreaming you were dirty? What? what? I don't I'll know. tell you what was happening, bro. It's not. It's nothing that disgusting. We were going to the on a beach holiday the next day. Okay. I think I was just keen for like the ocean before, you know. So I was like, I'm gonna bring the ocean to me. So I'm like, I, I think I was in grade five. So what is that? Ten years old, eleven years old, dude. I get into the bath full in my pajamas and I just clap the hot water, hot water only. <laughs> Wait, did you wake up quickly? I imagine. Nah, my mother came and woke me up. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, yeah. good. I, I was thought, just like chilling in the hot water, dude. I thought there was going to be a horror story here about how you got like third degree burns <laughs> from a bath or something, dude. Jeez, like it. Yeah. But I don't know, but you keep talking, it does happen. It doesn't happen so much anymore, but apparently I used to sleep shout a lot. Sleep shout. So sleep what, what do you think it is, Rue? Because I'll be honest with you, you know, when I sleep, like, okay, I've had some episodes, you know, over the years, but typically when episodes. I sleep. Yeah, that's hectic, bro. Yeah, but, but it's like, you know, like those those terrible uh, um, like experiences you have in your sleep. So, like for example, yeah. you know, like sometimes middle of the night, you wake up so thirsty, bro. You feel like the inside of your body is like sandpaper. You, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? 
And then all of a sudden, your mind starts creating these visuals that you're in a desert or you're you're trapped in a dungeon and you're like reaching out and you're just trying to get water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of episodes. But a wild imagination. No, dude, I don't know. The sleep imagination is is insane, bro. It is something crazy. But anyway, I, I haven't had like something like like two hectic things. But a lot of people, do you think that they're having episodes or talking in their sleep because they're sleeping really well? Do you think that like the sleep is so deep? That's it's a, like yeah, that's real. A question, eh? It's it's a good question because I, I twitch when I'm having bad dreams. So when I have a nightmare, you'll see me like, like fight it almost. <laughs> but it's weird. But when I'm sleep talking, I never remember anything bad with it. I actually never know when I'm sleep talking. So, but I do remember when I have like horrible nightmares. So I'm gonna say it's not really an indication of anything good or bad. I think it's just. Just different people. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's yeah, just humans yeah, yeah. being humans, bro. You know, we're weird creatures like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, t- I I tend to agree that we are weird creatures. I was like thinking that. about it, bro, the other day. When another when one human being, right, sees another human being fall, it's like flipping hilarious, dude. <laughs> like if that doesn't tell you there's something wrong with us, like that immediately triggers something hilarious in my brain. And it's just like, because you literally just failed at something fundamental to your survival of standing up straight, bro. You literally just fell like, like <laughs> you're a weak man. You are failing. <laughs> man. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Why are you falling down, man? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It's just like, but why is it funny? It's, it's like, it's so evil. Well, well, it's I just... suppose, I suppose it's the funny reaction once we see that the person's like, okay. Like if it's nah, either, you, nah, nah, dude, let's not like, like Are you telling we, me you we have, laugh and then wait, we check? We laugh and no, then no, no, no. I, I check first, dude. I was like, you're a good guy, dude. Are you good? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Then I'm gonna laugh, you know, kind of thing. That that's me. Like even the videos, I'll go, <laughs> and then I'll see. I'm like, ha ha ha. That was quite funny, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I come from a different generation. For us, no. it's ha ha. Oh wait, um, sorry, can I help you? Okay, it's just like so, self gratification first, eh? I, I don't know about yeah. the selflessness. Eh? Get it out the get out the get out the way, man. No, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But but what about those dreams where you're falling? And you wake up just when you hit the ground, dude. Dude. And I swear, dude. you falling, you falling from the highest skyscraper, my man. Like, like taller than the Burj Khalifa. It's like you're falling from the clouds, bro. It is ridiculous. You know what I have, Ash? Have you, can you relate to this, bro? Mm. Dreams where you can jump. And I'm just saying like a normal jump. Dude, yeah. I literally have dreams where I jump and I'm like... Like, like the Hulk. Dude, exactly like the Hulk. Like those original horrible Hulk videos when you just jump everywhere. <laughs> no, actually do that, but like it's normal. And my, my tummy feels it. Now that's what creeps me out. How's my tummy feeling something that ain't happening? That's crazy, bro. It, Weird it's crazy. Well, well, where are you experiencing it then? Are you experiencing it in your tummy? Or are you experiencing it in your subconscious? <laughs> because things in your subconscious are very real, bro. They, they're very, very real. But what about... Well, uh, you're scaring me. Nah, don't be scared, bro. You're good. You're fine. Then you're scaring me. Why? Are you a wuss? It's just a scary thought, man. <laughs> uh, what about flying? Have you ever had flying dreams? Um, like uh, me flying or in an aircraft flying? No, you flying like Superman. Like, like Superman. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I just jump, bro. I'm Hulk or something. Oh, is man. it? <laughs> Dude, I've never flown in my life. I did have one where I was like on a... Nah, it's not flying, man. No, never mind. Oh, is it? Were yeah. you on a magic carpet? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's on a magic roller coaster, dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were on a magic school bus or something. That would be cool. Yes, yeah, so like if you've have you been like 
when you went to Gold Drift last time, have you been on the Josie Express, like that typical yeah, like yeah. red and white yeah. roller coaster? It was exactly one of those. It's just me, a couple of seats empty behind me, and we're like zooming through space, dude. It was pretty nice. Cool. So, yeah, so, cool. so if while well, we just close off the sleeping thing, right? Yeah. So, what is the least favorite kind of dream experience that you have? Maybe it's been recurring or once off. What has been the all time least favorite? Ooh, least favorite. Oh man. Are we being like honest yet, dude? Oh uh, well the, uh, well not too honest. The honest honesty that you're comfortable with. Okay, I'll go first. I'll tell you what my least yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. is, right? Yeah, you tell me. So my least favorite is whenever I have dreams that my teeth are falling out. <laughs> so dude, you need to go to get that interpreted, man. No, no, no. So so typically so so <laughs> So the general consensus is like whenever you're very like stressed out or you're trying to figure things out or you know you you're in the yeah. midst of a lot of things or you're too busy and it kind of like it's a dream that kind of uh, uh, visualizes the feeling of okay I'm not on top of things yeah. you know I feel like okay things are a bit out of control so you're like in this dream dude but I promise you the amount of teeth falling out your mouth like you'll hold ten teeth in your hand but yeah. then you'll go like this. And then you still you still have all your teeth. You're like, what is going on? Why am I losing teeth but still keeping them? You know, it's, dude, it's the weirdest thing. Oh, dude. dude, I actually had one of those this year, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. early in the year when things are hectic, I was yeah, my teeth were falling out like waterfalls, man. It's it was weird. Dude. So that's a horrible dream experience. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I got one even better for you, dude. Well, actually, uh, I got two. Okay, but they're related to the same thing. My worst dreams, hands down, are always related to flipping school. Right now, the first one is I'm at school and I've not studied for this damn exam. Oh, that's the worst. time I wake up, dude, I'm like, I need to study physics. I need to study maths. <laughs> to this day, bro, probably last week I had that. I was like, oh, flip. I've known about this exam and I haven't studied for it. So it's <laughs> math or physics, like the most difficult ones. And then the second one is I'm at school bloody naked, bro. And it's just like, it's really like, I'm in uncomfortable <laughs> space right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's those two men. So what? Are you you're just standing in the quad naked, like just, just there? <laughs> <laughs> so it's always I'm getting out the car with clothes, and then as soon as I walk through the gate, they off. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> then I'm like trying to figure out like, thank God no one's like at school though. But like, it's like I always know that I'm I arrive first. That's the order. Oh, okay. But everyone's about to arrive like in the next two minutes. And then it's like my brain's playing a game on me to like scavenge, scavenger hunt some clothes or some coverings or I don't know, just do something. I'm just like, this is horrible. But I have found something cool. Mm. I have got the ability to pull myself out of a dream at any moment I choose. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no, like no, no. I always I, have this. I think that's that normal. I'm like very conscious of. I wasn't like conscious of when I was younger though. Yeah, oh, okay. Like yeah. Once I came, became like an adult, I was like, oh wait, I can just wake up yeah and then yeah. sometimes i choose not to it's weird it's like i choose to explore the dream whether it's a good or bad what, what, what about what about that thing where you're having like a really good dream but then you get disturbed and then you go back to sleep and you like try to find this dream you're like where's this thing come on yeah, like put back in press play not stop playing <laughs> we, we, we low-key low-key going with our own freaking uh, matrix vibes yeah it's terrible really yeah bad. it is crazy but to think about it right before we wrap up on the sleep thing there's 8 billion humans experiencing that, dude. Like, that is crazy, man. And all on a unique level, brother. Bro. Dude. Like, you've never had a dream I've had. Like, yeah, we've both had our teeth fall out. But it was different. Well, it, like, interprets itself differently, you know? Like, in yeah, its, it's so like crazy. unique way kind of thing. You know? And then, like, I hear the dreams that other people have. I'm just like, thank God I'm not you. Because <laughs> people have got 
demons sleeping on their chests and things oh, in the corners yeah. of the room. And, I've had, I've had oh plenty my. of those over the years. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. crazy, man. No, it's, it's crazy. It's like really not a cool feeling. Yeah. I did go through a stage when I was in the real estate, right? I did go through a stage where the dreams I used to have were about houses. Right? Houses, okay. Different properties. But each property was almost like its own entity, right? And each house had its own feelings. And as soon as I approached the house, I'd know if it was a good house or an evil house or a sadistic house or a tragic house or a happy house or a joyful house. Weird, huh? And then I'd always go inside the house and I'd experience everything that I felt from the outside of it. How crazy what is that? What the heck? Yeah. Insane. And it was then that Lord Lou decided, uh -uh, enough of real estate. <laughs> It was then that Lord Lou decided, no ways, no ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, no, man, these houses are getting to me, man. These houses are getting to me. But it was crazy because it was so weird because those houses, it was actually, I figured it out down a few like weeks, months down the line, that those houses were actually representative of certain individuals in my life. Oh, wow. Because whenever I then interact with those certain individuals in real life, I'd get that exact same image, dude, like, like almost immediate. Like, you know, like on WhatsApp, you've got a display picture. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. immediately, as soon as you see that picture, you know who it is, even if the name wasn't there. You'd yeah. know that's Bastion, that's Kaylin, that's Letitia, whoever. Dude, as soon as I'd see this person, boom, there's that house. And the weird thing is, right, is that before I saw that person, I wouldn't even have remembered that dream of the house. As soon as I see them, whoosh, dream comes flooding back. Weird, huh? Jeez, that is so insane. What the heck? Yeah, dude. I don't know. The dream, the dream space is a crazy one for me. Hey? I'm just like, I don't know. Yo, half the time, I'm not entirely sure. Hey, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's like only eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But I mean, it's, it's just, it's so hectic though. Cause like, you know, your, your mental and emotional well being just overflows into that space. So like, yeah. if you're like very stressed out or, you know, emotionally you're all over the place, maybe you had a rough day or whatever, you're supposed to go to sleep to rest and recharge and, you know, all these kind of things. But, Sometimes, but you wake up even more tired. It's like you had a double shift of a day, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. But it's also amazing when it does that, how much it helps. Like, yeah. I just, I'm just going to sleep and I'll wake up and I'll feel better. And literally you do. You no, know? no. 100%. Nice yeah. 100%. Now, that is very cool. It is very cool. Abash, moving on to more important pressing matters. Right? Yeah, I don't know how we got into that sleep thing. That was, that was yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. But on to more pressing matters. Wait, last it's, thing on the sleep thing. Do you snow? Oh, Lord. Okay. Do you snow? No. No, no, oh. no. Actually, I... I have to be honest now, man. Damn it. So if I nap, I snore. If I sleep, sleep, sleep at night, sleep, I don't snore. Jeez. But if I nap, if I nap, I snore, bro, especially if I'm on my back. That's why I hate sleeping on my back because then I know the snoring is going to start. So I always have to like go onto my side or onto my stomach. But then they say it's not healthy for your back and your spine and your posture. I'm like, but it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great. I'm sleeping well. Leave my back. We're going to stretch it out. Yeah. Okay. That, nah, not really. I don't. I, I'm like a very quiet sleeper. I don't have like any issues. Well, we we'll see on our sleep streams. Bro. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the sleep stream. So, so viewers, obviously, we we've done a thing on sleep and dreaming now. So, uh, let us know your weirdest dreams and let us know the the things you're you're least fond of that you've experienced in your sleep. Um, but yeah, and be descriptive. We want to know the details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it PG, but be descriptive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. PG, please. PG, PG. Yeah, PG. yeah, yeah. For sure. Babash, Yo. I got a question for you, mate. Yeah. 
it's December, right? Last last month of the year, typically seen in South Africa as one long 30-day public holiday, right? <laughs> now we got you. Bash stream. So bash. So Captain Bash. And dude, you like grafting 24 hours, man. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you feel about that? Because on the one hand, half the country ain't working. On the other hand, a quarter of the country is partying. And then you get the other quarter like you that's just like going crazy with work still. Well, and listen, like, you part of that, that you part of that quarter. Yeah, but we're not we're not talking about <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking uh... about you right now. <laughs> How do you feel, man? Because typically speaking, before I start sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Typically speaking, before I started this whole adventure that I'm on now towards the end of this year, dude, I used to dread working in December, man. It was just mm. horrible. It was like this is not natural. Every South African bone in my body is fighting this right now. Every memory of how I was raised is fighting the idea of work and hard work in December. But then when I started becoming a working man or joined the working class, the Decembers just weren't that fun. So the work wasn't too bad for some yeah. reason. It's weird. Yeah. But now it's like, now we are in the position, you and I, where we actually don't even mind the work in December. It's pretty mm. cool. In mm. fact, it's just carrying on as normal. What's December to us? You know? Yes, there's a few more holidays. It's a bit more festive. Everyone else is not working as much. But like, the way that we're approaching it seems to be pretty different. Mm, mm, I think so. so. Maybe just walk us through that, man, because uh, it's quite a bit to unpack there in the sense of, you know, just the better way of looking at things. Yeah, look, uh, um, I, I don't know if me personally, if I've got the balance uh, kind of down yet, you know, um, but I have, I have felt moments where I was like, okay, right, I've got nothing left in the tank here, guys. <laughs> this is a problem, you know, kind of thing. And I think that's that's completely normal, but you know the guys who are who are part of the the workforce. You know where you get fifteen days leave a year, depending on your mm. you know your position in the in the organogram, the corporate organogram. Yeah. Uh, you the know hierarchy. the hierarchy. Yeah. Uh, you know you get uh, your fifteen days leave a year, etc. But um, I think when because even when I was working, dude, you know, I think the biggest thing is is that work so hectic throughout the year that yeah. you place everything on those ten days you get in. <laughs> In December, you know, it's, I'm working towards that. Dude. Once I reach that, I can finally breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you an example, right? So, December, if we look over here, some people close on the 15th, typically that, that second week of December, right? And some people close on the 22nd. That's it's usually dude, those two. Dude, dude, can I give you the other people? Yeah. My sister, the lucky bugger that she is, closed on the 6th. No, not on the 6th. What was last week, Thursday? The 30th. The 30th, bro. The but, 30th. She, but she's a teacher, though. Yeah, but yeah. then my mother, who's also a teacher, is only yeah. closing on the 14th. So it depends right. where you teach. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, you look at it. You got the 15th, right? Let's take it if everyone goes off on the 15th, okay? Yeah. Then you've literally got two full weeks, and then you probably have to be back at work on the 3rd or the 4th. You know, mm. some some people, if they have the, the, the days, they can go back on the 8th, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like you plan the whole year, <clears throat> right? To squeeze in everything that you didn't have time for into these 10 days. Yes. You, you know Basically. what I'm saying? I'm going to get fit. I'm going to spring clean the house. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to travel. I'm going to go on holiday. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to visit all these people. I'm going to, and you know, the, the, the weird thing is, is that as much as work has stopped, you have a different level of stimulation now. Yeah. You, you're with me. So it's one to the other. And listen, it's recreation. It's all good. It's, it's great. You know, we love it. But I think to, to your question, for me, it's like I'm trying to practice kind of smaller things more regularly 
All right. You know what I'm saying? So making time for, you know, the tennis, making time for exercise, for socializing, you know, kind of like smaller bursts uh, where I do have time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, like, for me, I've always had this very bad habit of getting into spaces where I feel like I want to get away. You know, I just want to, like, like, you know, like, drop everything around, you know, especially when I was at work, man. Sometimes, yes, these things get hectic, you know, where you just like, ah, I'm over it. Like, seriously, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. can you please, like, every, and, you know, in those hectic situations, it always feels like, you know, someone's coming to you because they want something. No one's ever coming to be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it gets a bit, like, demanding. Uh, but if you've got a good work environment, that's great. Praise God. Um, you know, that, that's cool. But from my experience, my work environment was very, very hectic. Uh, so now when you say, you know, going on through, going on through, it's kind of like remembering that, okay, we can keep going, but it's important to yeah. balance. 100%. You know yeah. And, and it, it touches on what we were talking about last week, you know, adapt. Uh, what did you say? Adapt and survive. Adapt or die. Oh, yeah. Adapt or die. Yeah. Survive or die. You know, and um, it's about that. And I think the hook that we, we ended that with was on the, the rest, you know, and being Holy Spirit led. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because even though, like, we, for example, now if I've got a, a schedule set up, I'm like, no, I've got to get this done. I want it done. You know, realistically, i got to check with him because, you know, I could be setting up times for myself that are hurt, hurtful to myself or damaging. You know, mm -hmm. I, it's, it's like you got to follow that rhythm of him leading so that, you know, along the way, you don't miss out on the more important things. Because listen, work's great. I like, listen, I love work. Work is great. But, you know, there's more important things. Yeah, you know, it's about it's about your purpose. It's about it's about people. You know, um, experiencing life with the people you love, discipling people. You know, all this kind of stuff. Uh, that's where the the rubber meets the road. You know, and that's mm. where the true joys in life are. Um, and you you know you got to put all the effort into the work and everything to allow you to be available mm. for for those things. You, you know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, and also, also just like a disclaimer out there, Bash, to what you're yeah. saying is that the the work also isn't what qualifies you to be able to experience that. No, no So it's not like you need to, I need to put in my 40 hours this week before anything else can take mm. place. Yeah, it's, I find it's also a, like a very extreme mentality. It's either this or that. Yeah. So yeah. That idea of a, of a balance that can sort of, you know, work with each other. Mm. It's not really a mentality that the world promotes or that we get taught or raised with, if I'm honest with you. No, of course you know, not. Because it's, yeah. it's very much a Monday to Friday, work, 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 work. Saturday to Sunday, do a couple of things different yeah. Friday night as well. But it's just like, it's, it's a weird way to be living life, your whole life. Yeah, I, th I think after a while, and you know, to the viewership, you know, uh, those of you who've got a bit more experience, those of you who are still kind of like starting off, you know, kind of thing, um, you, you will see glimpses of this or you would have experienced this um, yeah. where it, it, it kind of feels very, very stretched and unbalanced, you know. Mm. Um, and last week, you know, we were talking about hard work. You know, it doesn't matter what environment you're in. Hard work is non-negotiable. Yeah. You got to work hard. You know, there, there is no easy comings in, in any of it, you know. And anyone who's not working hard is working against himself. Because yeah. working hard creates capacity within you to do more. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I like the, the angle that you brought with the extremes. Because the truth is, in, in my experience and, you know, with a lot of the peers that uh, I've discussed this with over the years, is that it's only really the Holy Spirit that can lead you in that balance, eh? Sure. Because the truth is, the, the extreme thing now is, like, okay, i got to pursue this thing 100%, drop everything else, i got to get it, uh, otherwise I'm going to be nothing in life. Or the other extreme is, 
oh, I don't want to do any of this. I just want to be free. I would rather be doing something else. You, you know, that kind of thing. But the truth is you got to find yourself smack bang in the middle. You know, because yeah. you, you want to be in a position where you have a well-rounded, well-balanced life. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Well, let's just break that down, you know, it's because the, the, what, what comes about with that mentality is that then people are always looking to be busy. Mm, mm, but being busy is not necessarily being productive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's just, I think everyone, like everyone, including you, me, and the audience, just needs to be honest with ourselves when we say that, you know what, I'm so busy this week, I don't know what's going on. Mm. Like, just take a step back and just, like, understand where are you being busy because you're doing something all the time versus where are you actually being productive, whether yeah. it's for your own personal goals, whether it's for work tasks, whether it's for your fitness, whether it's for your health, whether it's for mm-hmm. relationships. I mean, you and I can go spend time together. It doesn't mean it's good time being spent. It doesn't yeah. mean it's quality time, you know? Sure. And, and that's what I always like try and break it down to people that I've spoken to is that guys, but you keep on complaining about how busy you are, but how productive are you actually mm-hmm. being? Because if you're just busy doing things to fill up the day, the chances are you could probably cut that out yeah, and get rid of a lot of your stress and replace it with doing something that's a bit more productive, mm. meaning that it's, it's actually being, it's being given to you by the Holy spirit, mm. meaning that you've actually got the end goal in mind and now you're moving towards it yeah. because, because typically, I mean, if we're being honest and mature with ourselves here and we can break this down if you want bash is that when the Holy spirit puts something on your heart and then you put in that hard work that you mentioned, which is a non-negotiable to achieve it, it's got a different effect on you as opposed to this, that busyness, busyness, busyness all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because 100%. now we've got purpose in mind and we actually understand the motive as to why we're even pursuing it. It's not for those 10 days in December. Yeah. It's because yeah. there's something a bit more valuable behind it. You yeah. Get what I'm saying? And, and I think that's valid where, uh, you know, where it is possible because some people don't have a choice with how busy they are. You know, maybe they've got yeah. obligations or responsibilities, but also, you know, busyness gives us a lot of benefit in life, eh? You know, you, you, you think about, no, I'm too busy. There, there's a lot you can get out of from being busy because <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, like secondary. Well, well now we know what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> well, secondary gain vibes, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just so busy. I'm just so busy, you know. And, and I've had moments in my life where I'm just like, I'm just tired. I'm running, but I'm like, oh, I'm just so busy. And people are like, what are you busy with? And I'm like, um. Yeah, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but I, I think, I think a, a skill that I, I really had to develop um, over the years, otherwise it was going to kill me, is that um, I really had to learn how to prioritize things properly. Okay. Because typically, you know, depending on your personality type, either yeah. your entire list is due tomorrow or it's due two weeks from now. Yeah, there's like no no yeah. staggering. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like um, they, there's this amazing uh, graph that they use. You know, they teach you this in, in management courses and stuff. You know, they teach you how to prioritize uh, um, your 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 tasks or what you need to get done. Because, yeah. like I said, and this is dependent on your personality type, and people can be honest about it. You know, um, yeah. where they can say, "Okay, cool, I've got this thing due in an hour," right? Mm-hmm. But then someone comes to me in in a, in a in a situation where they come to me upset or whatever, and I'm going to be like, oh, i got to help them now, but they only need the help next week. Mm. Now, if I prioritize that task over the task that's due in one hour, mm. then the busy is getting worse. Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's kind of that, that perspective of putting things in their proper uh, um, priority ranking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and the only thing that contributes to that is 
is understanding, okay, that everything I'm doing, I have to do it from a giving point of view. Sure. Because remember, what everything that you do that you want to get from is always going to take priority. But yeah. if there's a thousand things that you want to do that you're getting from, uh, eventually, you're going to run out of space. Wait, 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 you need to repeat that, bro. That's a good one. Everything you do that you're looking to get from, you're going to make a priority. You're going to make a priority. Yeah. But you're telling us, me and the audience, that we should be always doing things from a giving, not 100%. a receiving point yeah. of view. So, so to break that down, how does that, how does that work? So, like, so if, we, if we look at it, right? So uh, everyone knows that we all have personal things that we prioritize. That's just a given in life. You know, everyone's got life to live. You know what I'm saying? But let's, let's take a step back from the kind of responsibility and obligation kind of thing, you know, because certain things you can't avoid. You know, if you have to go to work, you know, no one can fight with you about the fact that you have to go to work. He's like, dude, I have to go to work. What do you mean? <laughs> if I don't go to work, I'm not going to get paid. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to pay rent. What, what are you talking about? You know, it's basic. But as soon as you come home and your personal time is available, we're going to tell you what the hell you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, so it's like that thing of, of what am I pursuing? Because so, so for example, let's say if, if I'm a super helpful person and I want to make sure people are always feeling good and all that stuff, but I need to have that validation for myself. Then yeah. when it comes to scenario where I've got something due in an hour and I prioritize helping someone above that that's due in two weeks' time, that's mm. something I need to be honest with myself. Say, okay, but why would I do that? Because mm. I've got something that's due now. I can help that person in five yeah. days' time or in three days' time or in two hours' time. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So it's that principle of understanding, okay, what is important and mm-hmm. what is urgent? Because mm. sometimes you... You could, you could have something that's not important, but it is urgent. Get it done. Yeah, get right? it done. But then you could have something that is important, but not urgent. And you say, okay, cool, I'm getting to that. But if mm. something is important and urgent, that's then, it. oh, flip, I got to get on top of this thing, you know, kind of right now. Definitely do it now. Yeah. And, and with that- <laughs> And with then that, what did I say? If it's, if, it's, if it's not important and it's not urgent, just give it to someone else. <laughs> Dele- delegate it. You know, or wait for it to come back up at some point, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's like, who else would be better suited for this? Hmm, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, to the giving and the receiving thing, you know, it, it comes down to vision. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's very easy to feel when you're just kind of keeping up with the responsibilities and, you know, what you feel you ought to be doing and how you got to be focused. It's difficult when you don't see an end goal. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of the times we, we keep going because we know we have to. You with me? But when you, the minute you have the end goal in mind, you know, or, or you have the end goal, you see the end goal, you know how to pace yourself. You, you're with me? Because now you're not just going aimlessly and like redlining and all that stuff. You know what you're working towards. More importantly, yeah. you know what it's going to take to work towards that. So you're not going to be skipping steps and you know, you're not going to be making shortcuts, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, well, we hope not. Well, we hope not. Yeah, we hope not. Well, that's you're gonna you're you're gonna uh, um you're gonna take a path that's gonna make sure that you're enabled to fulfill the vision. Uh, you you mm. with me? And it's the same. It's the same when dealing with ourselves in these prioritizing things and whatever. Is that we got to make sure that the vision that we have of ourselves is what God has of us. Yeah, you with me? Because the Bible tells us that as Christ is, so are we now. What, what does that mean? Mm. He's righteous. He's whole. He's holy. He's complete. You know, he's, he's, he's peaceful, he's content. You know, all these yeah. kind of things that the Bible tells us we are in him. Then what we have to do is when, when we go and approach these things, we must make sure that we approach them from that point of view. Because mm. sometimes we're doing things to get those things or to feel, you know, that kind of certain way. 
and it yeah. gets it gets a bit tricky. You with me? 100%. It gets 100%. a bit tricky if we're not honest about it, because then I promise you, forty years down the line, you're gonna be a CEO in a corner office. You're gonna have five broken marriages, you know, um, six kids who don't even want to know you. You can have all the money in the world, but you're gonna be, you know, empty-hearted, broken-hearted. Yeah. You're gonna be sick. You're gonna be. You're gonna have no one. Uh, um, you're not gonna have loving relationships in your life, you know. And and God doesn't want that for any of us, dude. He he wants yeah. us to have whole life prosperity. Exactly. You know, the yeah. book of John says, uh, I think it's first John. John, John wrote. And he says, Beloved, I pray that you prosper even as your soul prospers. Mm-hmm. You with me? So in all this busyness, we must make sure we're not looking at outside prosperity. We must look at our soul prospering. You know? And the only way the soul yeah. prospers is that when the soul is anchored, the external anchor. <laughs> The soul is anchored in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Does that answer your so question? Then, <laughs> it did multiple <laughs> times, again and again. Again and again. Praise Thanks Lord. for that. We appreciate it. <laughs> Viewers, if you got any questions, Sir Bash is the one to answer them. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I can certainly give some perspective, but I may not have the answer. <laughs> so then, so then, let's take it to the opposite extreme, right? Because everyone knows someone that's gone down what we can call the darker path mm. where they've completely given up, dude. Mm. They are not seeing even self gain doesn't seem to motivate much anymore. Yeah. So, so what, what's happened with people like that, man? What, what's taken place in their hearts for, for a human being that maybe was once driven that once was, you know, at, at he, the person had their, 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 their vision, you know, they mm. had their relationships, they, they were fine, they were doing well. And then one or two things happen, you know, call it a midlife crisis if you want. And all of a sudden, boom, there's just like no hope for a future anymore. Have they lost sight of the objective anchor in their heart? Is it that extreme? Or, or, or is it just that whatever they had in their mind as the end goal crumbled before them and they're not too sure how to recover from that? Because, mm. man, if I look at the, the, the generations, especially like my parents' generation and their parents' generation, a lot of those people seem to have given up hope very quickly. You're not very quickly. It seems to have taken a while, but once the hope's been given up, it's like hard for them to get it back to come out. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, but how on earth can you go from that to that? You know, it's just crazy. What, 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 what's your take on that? Well, yeah, I think the pattern that I've seen, uh, you know, with the people that we've dealt with in those situations over, you know, all the years, is that they have simply yeah. substituted true life with something else. So, what I mean by that is what they can only get from God. Yeah. They, they're looking to get from a career, from a relationship, from money, from looking a certain way, from having certain things, you know, yeah. that, that kind of stuff. So um, we need to understand that in all those things that we're doing, that's why I made that statement earlier is we got to do it from a giving point of view. Mm. You with me? Because the truth is he is our only source of life and we need to live like that. We need to believe that because, I mean, Lou, you're still going to experience it. I mean, you've just started your journey of, of working for yourself, you know, but when, when you are in a job or you're employed, your boss is driving your vision, right? But when you're working for yourself, yeah. you very quickly start realizing, okay, I've got to cast a vision here. Then you start realizing, wait a minute, I actually don't have that much vision to cast here. <laughs> you with me? And you start nah. giving all your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, bloop. <laughs> You know, you start giving all your time, your energy, <laughs> and you start realizing, wait a minute, there, there's something more here because I'm going to achieve all these things and I'm going to get there, but I can feel that that fulfillment is going to be momentary. 
Yeah. You with me? And you start well, asking the question. And uh, sorry, yeah, you yeah. start asking the question, say, okay, what's beyond this? What is, or what is underneath this that's sustaining all of mm. that? You know, because we need to be in that position. And, and I mean, like the example you gave for people in that generation, uh, and it's really, it's, it's the younger generation as well now, when they've lost that hope, it's typically yeah. an event or a series of events, you know, that that's has, it. has, has <laughs> caused that. Yeah, yeah, that has caused that because the Bible tells us that, listen, hope deferred makes the heart sick, you know? Yeah. So, Whenever you look at it, um, it's probably a few things that they had hope in that have failed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the Bible tells us love never fails. God's love for us never fails. So yeah. we've got to make that decision to say, okay, cool. You know what? I've got to make sure that I make him my source of life so that it doesn't matter what I'm doing in life. I'm not seeing myself different from how he sees mm-hmm. me. doesn't matter what That's I'm doing it. in life. I'm not searching for something that I can't get in him because I get everything yeah. in him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I always used to ask this question, you know, because I used to see, you know, you sit around CEOs and CFOs and, you know, all these, these top-level guys. And, you, you know, you look at the motivation because I always thought, geez, I want to be so motivated like them. You know, I just want to get up and I just, you know, sort of thing. But yeah, the truth is, you know, a lot of the time at that level, their motivation is that thing that, uh, mm-hmm. that they've made it. You know, whether it's a title, whether it's the, the money, whether it's just a job, you know, whatever it is. But I found in the last couple of years that, wow, if I make it, you know, Christ in his kingdom, every day I'm motivated. Every day I'm, I'm, I'm having evidence to be thankful. You know what I'm saying? So mm. if I have to go to work, man, That's I'm beautiful. thankful that I can work. Lord, I'm thankful that yeah. I, can, I can take my gifts and my talents and I can earn money. And I can impact people and I can interact mm. with them, you know? I'm thankful that yeah. now with these gifts you've given me, I can go out and work and have a purpose for what I'm earning. You with me? Mm. I'm thankful that even though my job is terrible, my value is not there. Even though the figures in my bank account oh, is yeah. low. <laughs> yeah. Even though the figures in my bank account may be low, my value is not there. You, you yeah. with me? And, and this, is, this is what I found. Uh, um, the, the, the freedom in his kingdom this is where I found it comes into play is that wait a minute busy mm-hmm. like you said in the beginning looks different now now, now it's not busy now what yeah. I'm doing has purpose now what I'm doing the motive is to give you with me yeah so it's, it's that principle yeah. of having Jesus calls it in Matthew 6 or 5 I think he calls it healthy eyes that's what he calls it he says healthy mm-hmm. eyes eyes that see properly eyes that see blessing eyes that see provision and abundance you know not eyes that are always seeing yeah. not enough not enough <laughs> not enough dude oh, i need man. more people, i need more oh, and have you ever been around a person like that dude it's like you're the most painful individual right now <laughs> <laughs> i need 10 minutes max with you man yeah. it's just, but it, and, and partly why it feels that way is because it is frustrating hmm. because the only person that's affecting is themselves yeah i did like like really 100%. dude like you could be experiencing a much better life right now hmm. But I like what you've been saying, man, because it also it sums up into the biblical principles, you know, and we need yeah. to we need to serve to to lead. We need to die to live. We need to give to receive, man. That's, that's just how this, how this works, man. That's so I it. think that's pretty cool, Bash. And I think yeah. maybe for next episode, episode 13, lucky number 13, 13. maybe we can um, discuss what it is that you mentioned there in terms of, you know, what is the true life? Mm. Because mm. true life according to the world versus what we say it is, two very different pictures. Yeah. And I think yeah. maybe that could be quite a nice lengthy discussion that we go mm-hmm. into just so that the audience can understand, okay, 
bash Lou. You're telling me the figures in my bank account don't matter. So then what does? Yeah. And it's not that we're discarding the importance of this, of that we need those numbers in terms of the bank account in order to survive. Mm -hmm. But what we are saying is that the importance that a majority of the world gives it is very different as to what it should be. Yeah. And it's also understanding that guys, that it, it's not a scenario of, oh, it matters or it doesn't. No, 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 no. You know, listen, there's there's certain necessities you can't negotiate, right? Try and live in this world without money in the bank. It's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough. But they say, okay, I got to live every day to go get my money. It's like, no one said that. God God himself (laughs) didn't say that, okay? And that's, and that's the key. I think, I think it it may be worthwhile breaking down these mechanics so people can say, Mm -hmm. okay, wait, you know what? Actually, God's giving me a better way here. That's it. A better practical way. Not a better 100%. way that's out there for only the monks and uh, the guys that are not doing anything wrong in their lives or the guys that have got it all figured out. There's yeah. no qualification apart, or for it, should I say, apart from the objective anchor. And that's it. And apart that's from it. the finished work of Christ. Yeah. And that is all that you need. So, so yeah. Episode 12, man. Jeez. What a banger, bro. What, I th- are these episodes are getting cooler and cooler, man. Yes, see. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling great, man. So I think uh, for the... For the viewers, all of you guys out there, I think uh, my signing off, I will say this. Have healthy eyes. You know what? Don't have that mindset that you would rather be doing something else. Where you are, right? <laughs> yeah, healthy, healthy eyes like lose. Where you are right now in life, you can see the way God sees. You, you can change to see and identify opportunities. You can identify blessings. You can celebrate things that are seemingly trivial. You can have joy in a seemingly difficult situation, but you have to choose to see different. So you know what? If you feel like you'd rather be somewhere else all day, every day, change it. Change your mind. Change your mind. Because I promise you, even if you end up on the Bora Bora Islands there, right? You're not going to Bora Bora. Yeah, there's only so much of that you can do. It's it's exactly it's just your senses. Yeah, it's your senses (laughs) and your emotions and everything experiencing different things. But listen, when you get used to that, what you're gonna do? But I'm telling you now. Christ and his kingdom, mm. you, are, you are never going to reach the limit with that. So start every day, purpose, every day when you wake up. Say, Lord, you know what? Yeah, my alarm went off. I was upset it went off today, but I'm thankful that I got up today. I'm <laughs> thankful. I'm thankful that I can get up today and I can go to work because there's tons of people who aren't working right now. There's That's tons it. of people who don't know where their next meal is coming from. So, Lord, I thank you that, that I have it. this opportunity now. And you're going to see what that's going to do for your heart. You're going to experience more joy, more peace, more grace. And on that bombshell, from me, uh, Bash, I wish you guys an awesome week until our very next episode. Grace and peace. Lou? Yeah, man, Bash, to sum it up, and whether you approve of this or not, one phrase. Don't be cuck. Be (laughs) lacquer. That is really all I can say to the audience, man. (laughs) That is in true South African spirit, if I can call it that. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, man, it really is what you said. Just be thankful for the vision that's been cast in your in your heart, guys. Honestly speaking, it's all you need to to take you on a really, really beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. And honestly, guys, leave this world alone. Come join the kingdom. That's I promise it. you, it's one hell of a lot more comfortable, one hell of a lot more stress, less stressful, not more stressful, that's and it. one hell of a lot more exciting. And as Bash said, once you... Uh, turn the the lens onto the the giving perspective then life starts to become one hell of a lot more exciting so for my side guys lord loom the coolest person you'll ever see welcome to respawn